Nick, that hurt. I'm learning the guitar. My fingers hurt. Oh, it, okay. it, it doesn't feel good. Hello. Welcome to the Weekender edition of the Muckrake Podcast. I'm Jared D.H. Sexton. I'm here with Nick Houseman. How are you doing, bud? And I was just, I was welcoming you to the, the world of guitar players uh, since I also play the guitar. And I'm, I remember that those times when you were trying to develop those calluses. But, you know, the benefit of it is when you do get the calluses on your hand, you can pick up hot lids of pots uh, with, without a glove. Go. I got blisters on my fingers. That's all <laughs> I got to say about that. All right, everybody. We have a jam-packed show. For anybody, by the way, who's listening to the preview of this, come on over to the good side join us go to patreon.com slash my craig podcast nick I, I i will say this last night we uh we hosted a live reaction show to the second republican debate i have since gone over the coverage of the major networks the major pundits all of that to be so bold i think we gave the best coverage that anybody gave of this debate i think hands down i think people should come and join us at patreon.com slash muckrake podcast and more importantly we had tons of people there and they, they all enjoyed it as well uh and they had a good time yeah and plus you know don't forget the uh, our we these shows are, are longer and much more in depth on the fridays when you get them uh, from the patreon side so uh you know you get a much better value jo- join us the thousands upon thousands of you who are listening to this preview this show's packed Listen, we got to talk. A new fighter might be entering the GOP primary uh, race. We got to talk about that. The government might be shutting down. Uh, We have an impeachment inquiry that is absolutely embarrassing. The Trump organization has been ordered to be dissolved by a judge. There is tons and tons to talk about today. Go to patreon.com slash podcast. But Nick, we got to start with a couple of uh, uh, interesting tidbits that have been happening. Uh, We've been covering the labor actions around the country. Joe Biden this week went to Ypsilanti, which for the record is one of my favorite town names in the country. I I actually wrote a short story with with the name Ypsilanti in it because of how good it sounds. Joe Biden went and joined the United Auto Workers on the picket line, the first president to ever do so. Um, I've said before, I'm glad that he did it. I'm glad that he felt it necessary to go and do it. I wrote a Substack today about how he must have felt the pressure and, and how it is starting to affect the feedback loop, which is something I've talked about on this podcast and elsewhere. Um, I was really happy to see it. And then Donald Trump said that he was going to go talk to the union. And guess what, Nick? He did not do that. I don't think they wanted to hear from him. I don't think they wanted to hear from him at all. You know, but we've seen this in the past. He's always staged these things. He's brought people in to sort of pretend to be fervid, you know, uh, fervid, right word? Trump's fervent. 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 Yes. Fervent. But, but like, t- yeah, there's a, whatever the word that is wrong, I'm going to use because it's Trump. So, um, you know, just, it's all a, it's all a scam, you know, from, from the having, you know, fake documents on a table that he's pretending or something to this. Um, the worst part about it is literally, we know, you know how they found out that this, these weren't union workers, right? They, they, they decided to ask them a couple of questions and the reporters and they quickly confessed <laughs> to, to the crime or whatever. So it was so easy to figure this out that uh, it's embarrassing. Yeah. So what happened here to go ahead and get people up to speed? Um, you know, Biden laid a lot of skin on the line going with the auto workers and and we we say it all the time nick we call balls and strikes we'll tell you guys when uh when biden does something that is laudatory and we'll tell you when he does something that isn't great this is one of the best things he's done as a president honestly um the first sitting president to go on a picket line meanwhile 
Trump has said for days that he was going to go to Detroit. He was going to go talk to these union workers. And what did our media do, Nick? Did they fact check this? Did they go and ask any questions about whether or not the UAW was going to have him? No, they did not. They just went ahead and reported left and right that he was going to go to striking uh, auto workers. He didn't. What he actually did, instead of going to the UAW, who told him that he was not welcome, they said in so many words, and this is one of my uh, favorite quotes in a long time, that he is a servant of the billionaire class, which, ring-a-ding-ding, nailed it. What he actually did is he went to Clinton Township in Michigan. Uh, He went and visited with a group called Drake Enterprises, which is a distinctly anti-union shop. And Nick, do you think the workers themselves invited Donald Trump to come and speak to them? I'm going to go on a limb and say no. No, they did not. No, that was actually uh, shop boss Nathan Stimple. That's right. Donald Trump said that he was going to go talk to striking auto workers and instead went to address a non-union shop at the behest and invitation of a boss shop. Congratulations. You couldn't get this more wrong. You could not do this in a worse way. And we we have a clip here, and, and I want to talk about exactly why this happened and what's occurring here because Donald Trump didn't cook this up. He didn't come up with this thing. He's an absolute idiot, but let's, uh, let, let, let's hear from the 40s. And before we get that, that was my, my question for you. And, I, and you, you, that's why we worked so well together. You already answered. It was no. basically, yeah, I wonder Trump probably had no idea. For no he, idea. He still thought he talked to the union workers. I'm sure today he doesn't know any different. <laughs> I, he had no idea what he was doing. The people around him created the spectacle. They created a bunch of fake signs. And you'll notice if you see the signs, it's like auto workers support Trump, union auto workers support Trump. The, The first of all, weren't even like union made signs. They were being held by people who aren't auto workers and sure as hell aren't union members. Nick, what do you think happens if you're a non-union member and your boss brings in a president or a former president to talk to the group? Do you think you have a choice about whether or not you're going there? Yeah, no, you don't have a choice. No, no, you don't. But what's worse is that the people that are working for Trump don't have a choice either. They're so afraid. They can't go to him and say, you know what? I know you want to talk to the unions. They don't want to talk to you. They can't tell him that. So they have to do the make-believe thing and just let him have no clothes. And did our media call them out on it? No, they did not. Let's hear hear from the great union-loving 45th president of the United States of America. In other words, your current negotiations don't mean as much as you think. I mean, I watch you out there with the pickets, but I don't think you're picketing for the right thing. But if they endorse me, your leadership, you can tell them I said it, although I have a feeling they may be watching tonight. I don't what. Yeah. So what Donald Trump did was he went in front of a non-union group of workers talking to them as if he was talking to the UAW and said, hey, you know, I don't think you're striking for the right reasons. Meanwhile, they cheered for him because they're competitors. They don't support the strike, or at least they're terrified to admit they support the strike in front of their bosses. And so he got these applause lines, which could project to his supporters around the country, oh, the UAW is actually on Trump's side. And Nick, what did he promote as a solution? He didn't promote better pay. He didn't promote any of that. He promoted economic nationalism. That was a quote that kept coming in uh, to this entire thing. Like, I promise you economic nationalism if I become the next president. Well, guess what, Nick? 
a lot of union workers and a lot of organized labor, probably since the beginning of organized labor, have been undermined by the promise of economic nationalism. If you just play ball with the country, oh, we've got a war to fight right now. If you go ahead and work and don't strike, if you go ahead and do this out of a pat uh, patronly duty, um, Nick, a, a lot of people listening to this right now are very familiar and they probably hear their boss's voice in their head. We're a family. If you just do this for us right now, we'll get down the road. We'll take care of this. What Trump did here is he spread disinformation aggressively, weaponized disinformation that was created for him by his billionaire donors. And he went ahead and put it out there as faux populism. And our media ate that shit up and didn't question it for a moment. Well, but in that soundbite, he says, you're not doing it for the right reasons. And I think he kind of caught himself realizing, well, yep. I'm actually supposed to be here to get their votes, right? So I shouldn't be telling them that because, you know, the reasons are, are, are pretty legitimate. Uh, and again, like I, I am extremely, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, sympathetic to the unions. Sure. I'm much more on the union side than I'm not. And I, we, we have to remember why we have unions in the first place. You know, coming from Chicago, obviously there's a, there's a, a certain... Um, you know, uh, perspective you might have on this. And there are times when unions are able to negotiate such strong deals for themselves that it does make it difficult when times are lean. I get it. And there should be some more of a, a back and forth between them. But the problem here is too long goes in between those negotiations and then they become outdated. And now the uh, workers are exploited for X amount of time until they finally can get a, a strike going to make up for those years of being mistreated. And so that's where we're here. And again, I, I was I was actually encouraged to hear that they wanted a 40 percent increase. They came back at 20. And so to me, that sounds like great. They're going to get that increase. It's going to be pretty substantial. They just got to figure out some numbers here. So we'll see. Maybe. That out. Maybe. And, you know, it's it's a win win in either way. Like if some if there's some reconciliation that happens, if they bring the bosses up and they get some sort of a pay increase or some sort of a consideration, that sends a very clear message to everybody around the country because there are new unions being formed every single day. There are new possible strikes and walkouts that are getting ready to happen. We just saw a couple more get authorization. There are going to be votes. And if it doesn't work and it becomes protracted, you know, class warfare, solidarity, solidarity, solidarity. But what happens is that Donald Trump and the MAGA movement more or less was created from the very beginning to be a faux populistic movement. Like you said, there are reasons why these workers are pissed off, why Americans are pissed off. They've been screwed over time and time again for decades, going back to the late 70s into Reagan's 1980s. They have just been absolutely royally screwed. Eventually, you reach a point where you're so screwed and you're so tired, you're just like, why wouldn't I strike? Why wouldn't I push back against this? What Donald Trump and the MAGA movement have done is that they have intentionally captured a lot of that pissed off, you know, that is actually deserved, and they've diverted it. They've said, you know, it's the it's the deep state, it's the people behind the scenes, it's Joe Biden, it's Barack Obama, it's Hillary Clinton, it's whatever, instead of pointing at the people who have actually done this, who are the people who fund Donald Trump, who fund the MAGA movement, who go ahead and populate the entire political apparatus of it. And what it does is it's, it's sleight of hand. 
And it, and it totally manipulates people and takes the eye off the ball, which is why Donald Trump was president of the United States and why the MAGA movement is what it is, because it is an intentional capturing of those necessary energies. I mean, so you, you said it great. Uh, I, I can't answer that at all. So, uh, you know, hopefully they get that straightened away. But uh, again, and I just want to reiterate how important it was for Biden to do what he did as well. Just because, yes. Again, it's a cynical ploy to get more votes politically, but it also speaks volumes to uh, to to where the mindset should be for most of the Americans here. What we talked about earlier in the week, Nick, when we when we started talking about this, this event getting ready to happen. You know, usually if Joe Biden or a president was in the White House, right, a Demo- let's just say generic Democratic president X, right, like just just a replacement level Democratic president, when there would be a strike, they would have a moment where they're like, what do you say about this? And it's like, well, you send out your press secretary and you say the president supports labor and he'll be keeping an eye on the situation, right? That's what you do. Instead, they're like, Mr. President, this is Michigan. I don't know how to tell you this, but it's kind of important nowadays. And on top of that, like there is overwhelming support in the United States of America among the population for unions and labor action. You have to get out there. That's unprecedented. That Mm -hmm. tells us that there is a movement here. And when you start looking at politics from a bottom up as opposed to top down, Joe Biden wouldn't have done this a couple of years ago. You know, I mean, like he, he the 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 trade winds have changed. You've been listening to the free part of this episode. If you'd like to hear the rest of this great conversation, head over to patreon.com slash muckrakepodcast and subscribe for lots more additional content, including a Discord server and live shows. We'd really appreciate it if you could give it a try. We know you'll love it and come back for more.